Well, hello, everybody. Today is September 8th, 2022, the year of our Lord. And it's been a minute since I said anything, but today is a monumentous day. Queen Elizabeth II has passed away. And everybody, of course, is talking about it. And I have mixed feelings about it. I um, I don't really have big thoughts of it other than my biggest thought is honestly, she was 96 and my kitty is here. She's decided to chime in apparently and say hello. Um, but she was 96 years old and We all knew it was coming, I suppose, but doesn't make it any easier. She was an amazing woman in many, many, many ways. Um, and I have only today, which I find ironic, today been reading posts and things online that she said things such as if she didn't have Jesus leading her, you know, that would have been the hardest thing. Blah, blah. That, I'm, that's not a quote. I'm just paraphrasing. And I personally don't know what to think of that. Um, I never heard it before today. So it causes me to wonder if someone, the people that are saying that she said it, whatever, putting it out there for whatever reason. It doesn't matter, honestly. What does matter is what I do know, and that what I do know is that she has supported the World Economic Forum, the WHO, and the Great Reset. So to me, those three uh, organizations are in direct opposition to any Christian narrative. And if she truly had made a decision at one point in her life for Christ, she was not doing her best to follow that decision in support of those organizations. As those organizations, like I said, are out to destroy the world. <laughs> so it... it seems rather ironic to me that these quotes are coming up and maybe today is not the day to bring them up, but I stand for truth. Truth will always be the light and sugarcoating things may help a child, but it isn't the truth necessarily. And until we all start facing the absolute truth of what is going on in our world today with various things such as those three organizations the who the world economic forum the who is the world uh, world health, health organization if you don't know that um who is and the WHO is led by 
a man who professes to be a doctor and has no medical degree. He is not a doctor. He has no wisdom about anything medical other than what he professes that he has learned or whatever. Uh, he's just full of crap. And he's also part of the World Economic Forum and wants the Great Reset in place. And it's all just a, the antithesis of any Christ-like behavior. So, that being said, what we did have with the Queen was far better than her son, Charles, who is now king, and he's far more liberal than her, and I guarantee you has little to no Christ-centered thinking in his world, um, and I will eat my words happily if I can be proven wrong. If, if someone can prove me wrong on that, I will be thrilled, thrilled. Because honestly, I want nothing more than for these world leaders who are so bent on destroying the world for their elitism to know Jesus. That If they could all have a literal come to Jesus moment, the world would be a far better place. So if any would, anyone wants to show me that I'm wrong about that, about Prince Charles, King Charles now, uh, believing in Jesus. And you know what? The devil believed in Jesus. So that is not the right answer. Having a relationship with Jesus and saying he is your Lord and Savior is a whole different thing than believing in him. So there is that. We'll see what King Charles does. What would be even worse at this point present moment in time is if William were made king. He's about as woke as they get and a liberal leftist like like Hollywood. So God bless the queen for holding England together for all those years. And let's see what happens now. I know England is our ally, but at this point, our allies are not coming to our defense against our own regime that is running the United States. Um, I have to wonder if there's anyone in power who has the bravery enough to stand up to the truth of what is obvious worldwide about Joe Biden destroying America. And I don't see it happening. I just don't. So that's thing one. Thing two is our upcoming election. And I am deeply worried about it. I know that we have made some progress in certain states with changing some election procedures and such. However, 
So long as we are not voting 100% on paper, on election day only, we're done. And they know it. The left who is in control and have worked for decades to get to this position of control, they know that as long as they have the power, they will manipulate the elections to stay in power. End of story. And regardless of what people think, the upcoming election, I, I, when people tell me, oh, there's a huge red wave coming, I think to myself, you know what? We still haven't fixed 2020. Until 2020 has been fixed, you cannot expect that going forward, anything else will be fixed. The only possible way, the only possible way of having any kind of a, quote, red wave is twofold, in my opinion. Number one, we have to show up in person on election day in mass and vote as if our lives depended on it because it truly does. That's one thing. Now, for people like me, kind of put a pin in that one thing. We'll go on to the second thing here in a second. But for people like me who live in Nevada and a state that has only mail-in voting on paper or only vote on machines using the, the, the fraudulent software, we don't really have a lot of say. They can manipulate your votes till the cows come home on the machines. And we're kind of screwed because we can't do our mail-in ballot because that's their rig. We can't vote on the machines because that is also their rig. So we just have to hope that my item number two comes into play. Um, And while I'm on the topic of voting on your paper ballot, it is very important for everyone to know that anybody who tells you you must use their felt tip pen, whether it's a Sharpie, a Pentel marker, whatever they're pushing in your face, that is illegal. They cannot make you do that. Do not circle anything on your ballot. That will send it immediately to adjudication and they will say you're voting for whoever they want to install. Only use a blue ballpoint pen. Blue ballpoint pen is what the machine can be, or not the machine, the, 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 well, let me back it up. What the people who perchance could do a forensic audit on it, it's the easiest to identify as an authentic vote. Anything in black could be a manipulated vote. So use a blue ballpoint pen. It distinguishes it as being done by the human hand. And my thing number two, 
Thing number two is we must, 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 must have people on the right step up to be poll workers. Not watchers. Watchers have zero power. All they can do is watch and observe. They can't say anything if they see anything. They can't do anything. They literally are basically powerless. So you have to be a worker, which means you have to go through the training. You have to sign up early. It's too late right now. If you haven't signed up, I, my guess is, I don't know, maybe some states may be different, but in, in Nevada, I know you have to sign up well ahead of the, the actual election date to get your training in and whatnot. But anyway, hopefully we have done that. We have gotten the word out to where there are enough people that will become election workers. Workers are authorized to say something if they see something going on. So there's your big difference. That's important. My hope is that if we have enough people working inside, the people who typically do the rigging will say, okay, there's a lot of people in here that I'm not familiar with. Do these people know what our quote-unquote rig system is? And what are they going to do if they see us trying to rig it? We could get in trouble. That's the hope. Um, the problem with that is that they will not put a new poll worker in a higher up level position of the election process and that could be where they perform their rig. So, the next best thing to do, actually it's the first thing you should do, and that is pray. Pray that these people who are running these elections and have been for years and years and years won't try to pull their shenanigans. Good luck. I don't see it happening, quite frankly. Um, but we have to try. We cannot give up. We have to try. And by trying, I'm saying vote only on election day in person with a blue ballpoint pen. Okay, next topic. This is a little crazy one. And I'm not sure I mentioned it before. I don't think I did. But if I did, sorry for repeating myself. It's been about a month and a week or two since I did my last podcast. And I can't quite remember what my topics were. Anyway, I want to discuss a show that I have watched since its very first episode, 24 seasons ago. That's saying something, and that's kind of scary. That show is Big Brother on CBS. I don't know why I like the show. I just do. I think I like it so much because it requires such convoluted and deep thinking on quote-unquote what they all call gameplay and 
when the show first started, the big thing was, do we tell the truth? Do we lie? If we lie, we're liars. And, you know, it's all, it's, it's literally all a game. It's just what's true, what's real. I don't know. How am I going to play this? So it's very um, thought involved. The people who typically are not big thinkers either make it through simply by grabbing on a hold of somebody else who is. They're called floaters. Or they get evicted. (laughs) So anyway, that's kind of why I like the show, I think. Um, And I like the competition aspect. I've, I've always been a big competitor type of person but I'm a good loser too so uh, well 90% of the time I'm a good loser (laughs) depends on the situation anyway um so this year on Big Brother and actually it's been progressively getting worse for about the past five years or so um there is a character character he's a real person on the show His name is Kyle, and it's a very long and convoluted story for me to to, to tell here. But the bottom line is, he is white. Last year on the show, um, there was a group of people of color who bonded together for the entire show because they were adamant that a black person was going to win, and a black person did win great. Who cares? I don't care what color you are. I really don't. And that is the point. Anyway, this character, this, he's not a character. He's a real person. This person on the show was basically blackballed because he noticed that the people of color this year were kind of bonding together again, like the people that did on last year's show. And he pointed it out in a private conversation. It was just an observation. No malicious intent behind it. Nothing. Something about this kid that needs to be said is he comes from a very uh, protected background. And honestly, I don't think he's had much worldly exposure. And he was very innocent in his comment. In his mind, he was simply stating a fact And he really, truly was. It wasn't until another person in the game decided to out him for his game's benefit that he did this. And he made it into this whole big thing like this kid Kyle was doing this as a racist move. And it really wasn't that at all. It went on for the entire Actually, two whole episodes basically were devoted to this problem. And the poor kid got voted off because of it. And the kid was a mess. After this all came to the surface, he was so shamed by these people on this show that he was evil, bad, and wrong, and didn't know a thing, and was the biggest racist on the planet. I'm sorry, he's just not. And... I am so, 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 so tired of the race card. I'm so tired of it. 
Example, anytime a black person uses black to identify themselves in a group over whites. Example, historic black colleges and universities, HBCUs. Can you imagine if we had HWCUs, how would that go over? It wouldn't. What if we had Black Pride Day or whatever they want to call it? How would that go over if we called it White Pride Day? Oh, that would not go over well at all. Why is it okay for minority groups and quite frankly, white people are almost not the, not the majority in America anymore. Hispanics are the majority. Just FYI. Um, why is it that the only people on the planet are white, that are racist are white people now? Nobody else is, just white people. I'm over it. I'm done with it. I'm so tired of it. Remove your hyphen. There is one race in the world, and it's the human race. We all come from two people. Two. All of us. And I'm just over it. I'm so, so tired of... Even the definition in Webster's Dictionary has recently been updated online, anyway. And, of course, the print version will follow... I happen to have a 19, I believe it is 99, Webster's Dictionary, College Dictionary in my house. And I wanted to compare what it says is the definition of racism to what the online Webster's Dictionary says is the definition of racism. And oh my goodness, is there a contrast. It's crazy. I challenge you, if you happen to have a dictionary in your home, consider this a homework assignment. Find your hardcover dictionary. Hopefully it's older than, you know, maybe 2015, 2012. Pre-Obama years would be ideal (laughs) because everything started changing when he started his division campaign. But look Look up the definition in your dictionary at home and then look it up online and compare them. And you'll find out. And I'm just so tired of it. The true definition of racism is anyone who believes that their race is better than any other race. That's it. It's very simple. But that's not what the new dictionary says Look it up. Anyway, people, life is interesting. A lot of people are putting a happy little spin on it, saying we're living in exciting times. Well, maybe we are. I'd rather not. <laughs> I know that's, that's a little pessimistic of me, but I'm becoming pessimistic. Let's say it. It's the truth. I was thinking about it tonight, and the reality is, once you know the truth about how we have been lied to 
for so long and what has really been going on in the world and in America, once you know that, example, Big Pharma, once you know that they stopped actually caring about the person in the, in the you know, late 60s, I would say in the mid 70s is when it really got bad. And they stopped wanting to treat people and they wanted to start making money. When it all became about making money, healthcare went goodbye. We don't have true healthcare anymore. If you can find a physician who truly cares about you and is willing to say, oh, you don't need 17 medications, you just need to take some vitamin C or, you know, eat more broccoli or something like that, you know, find the way to help you rather than shoving pills down your throat. That's really the truth. Or having four more surgeries to fix a quote unquote problem. Maybe that's not the way. Maybe there's an alternative way to treat something. In fact, I've been going to acupuncture for about the last couple, three months or so. It's changed my life. It really has. And some people say it's quackery. It's not quackery when it helps. And if it were quackery, why do you think it's been around for over 2,000 plus, probably, well, let's just say thousands of years? There's got to be something to it. And trust me, there is. I have been basically, first it started out, it was my shoulder and my neck. Couldn't move, couldn't lift my arm, couldn't sleep, couldn't do anything. I was in constant pain. Tried my acupuncture within a week and a half. I was 80 times better. Within three, four visits, I was fine. Absolutely fine. I've had a bad back. Many, many, many. I think I have seven bulging discs. And I've been going to this acupuncturist and she's helped me tremendously. I've avoided surgery for a lot of years. And I intend to continue to do so. But anyway, my whole point in telling you that part was just to try something maybe not in your insurance plan. <laughs> I know that that's very difficult, but insurance itself is a huge scam. Look up. Look it up. Start looking into things. Start doing some uh, searches on using the Brave browser uh, if you can or DuckDuckGo and or the tor browser find truths that have been buried or hidden from you anyway that's all i have to share for the night i was very well it's night while i'm recording this but i was very um oh thought ridden about the queen and having seen all these posts i just feel like if we don't stand up now while the world is so upside down and stand for truth and biblical principles, which leads me to a whole nother thing that maybe I'll get into next time, um, we have to. Because you know what? The world changes, but God and his word do not change. They are the same today, 
tomorrow, yesterday, and always. And just because the left is trying desperately to make things that are absolutely immoral seem okay does not mean that they are. And we have got to start standing up for God. If we don't stand up for him, well, let's just say Sodom and Gomorrah come to mind. With that, I bid you adieu, and hopefully I will have something worthwhile to discuss again, and I will be back another day. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye.